Aloha, friends. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. Today, I'm going to be talking about a wonderful land, a land of wonderful people. It is Hawaii, or as the natives call it, Hawaii, because the episode I'm going to be reviewing here this week is Going Native. And I'll get into in a little while uh, where the idea of this episode comes from, but this is such an interesting idea of an episode, but does the episode hold up? Well, we're about to find out. So with that all said, let's get into this week's episode, Going Native. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 17th, 2012. Our episode begins in the cafeteria of the school where the guys are having their lunch when all of a sudden, Cartman comes running into the cafeteria. Why does he run? Well, because Butters beat up Scott Malkinson. But why did he beat up Scott Malkinson? Well, apparently, Scott Malkinson was going to get his diabetes shot, and Butters was just very mad. And Scott said something, and Butters just went crazy on him. And he got so mad, so upset, that he locked himself in the boys' bathroom. And what we get next is probably one of the best butter scenes we will ever get. So let's listen into this clip of Butters just basically going crazy. And that's how you win an argument, folks. <laughs> okay, so Butter's parents get called in by Principal Victoria. And Butter's anger and attitude has really affected everyone. And Principal Victoria is very concerned about this. And Butter's yells back at his dad and then the dad realizes that it's no one's fault it's part of what the natives do but what does he mean by that 
Well, we go to the Stotch home, and we find out that, well, Butters isn't really from South Park. His parents are from Hawaii, and Butters was born in Hawaii. So they show him these pictures of when they got married and how Butters' grandparents, while living in Hawaii, were around when the king was there. And they show a picture of Elvis Presley, which I thought was pretty funny. So, Butters' dad tells him that for him to get his anger out, he has to travel to Hawaii by himself. And he has to participate in a ceremony called a hapanoa. And once he has done that, then... And only then can he come home. So, his dad gives him a Mahalo rewards card to help him along on his journey. So, we see the guys on the basketball court. Cartman is running. And he tells them practically what we just heard. And they're all like, well, Kenny, you're Butter's best friend. Why don't you go and help uh, help Butters out on this? And Kenny regretfully, reluctantly agrees to go. So, we see Butters sitting, and he's crying. And Kenny is wondering what's wrong. Well, Butters can't get on the plane. He can't make the reservation. And he's like, I can't do anything right. I'm just messing this up. So, Kenny's like, alright, let's go together. We'll try to get this done. So, you'd think, okay, well, maybe they're not letting Butters on because he's a kid and they're, you, know, you just don't let kids on, a, on an airplane. Well, the reason why Butters wasn't allowed on or allowed to get a flight is because the person that was doing the tickets thought that Butters was intoxicated and Butters gets mad about it and calls her a skank and um, Kenny's like okay 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 I'll take care of the situation I'll take care of it you just let, let us on in his muffled voice obviously let us on there won't be any problems so they eventually get on to the flight and they manage to make it to Hawaii and Butters is greeted by a group of Native Hawaiians almost a Native Americans which would have been wrong Native Hawaiians and they're pretty much timeshare holders but they question Kenny they question why Kenny is here and Butters explains that it's because of Kenny that he has made it here to Hawaii. So they're like, alright, we'll let him stay with us for now. Even though he's not a native. So, they take Butters and Kenny on a tour of the island that they are on. And they show them the different places. And they even show them the Cocoa Palms, where the king once performed. But we cannot go to the Cocoa Palms. 
because it is a haunted place. So, they finally get to the resort. I, I, I guess that's what we would call it, is a resort. And they are there. Butters is greeted. And the person that's in charge of this is like, I remember the last time I saw you, you were the size of a coconut. And then he sees Kenny and he's like, what's, what's he doing here? Because they have this thing of, well... He's an outsider. He's not really a native. So we can't, you know, really let him in. They call him a halo or heola. I, I, I'm, I'm, let me look up the word. Well, how is it pronounced? Hule? If I know I'm, if I messed it up, which I'm sure I did, I apologize. So, Butters, to get his anger out has to do this ceremony and before we get to that Kenny writes a letter back home to the guys and well let's hear what Kenny wrote in his letter my dearest friends I am living amongst the natives in the remote and tiny island of Kalei what can I tell you of this mysterious island and its people? It is a place of wonder, and yet to the outsider like me, a place of odd tradition. The people here are peaceful and joyous, and seem to care little for the rush and worry of the outside world. Their diet is mostly an odd mixture of coconut milk, pineapple juice, and vodka, which they call the chichi. As for Butters, he is quickly learning the ways of his ancestors, and seems to be feeling better with every passing day. He still seems quite angry at times, but luckily, his ceremony will finally take place on the morrow. On the morrow? What the f*** is wrong with Kenny? To wit, I have found nothing wrong with this remote place, and I must admit it will be with some melancholy that I will leave this island and return home. I saw this chick in a bikini on the beach, too. She had the nicest boobs ever. Humbly yours, Kenneth. Okay, so, now that Kenny has written this letter. Um, we're about to have this ceremony. And they give Butters some chi-chi. And when Butters takes a taste, he's like, Oh, this tastes like gasoline. So then they see that they're being invaded by tourists. So what's the only way... To get rid of tourists. You guessed it. By shooting golf balls. So they all have their drivers. And they're shooting at the at this cruise. And they're missing. And Butters is like. Well I've never done this before. I have no idea what I'm doing. And the, the, I, the tribe leader is like. Just you know. Get your inner anger. Manage it. And he just is like, Ben Affleck! He takes one shot. The ball goes through the glass. Hits the captain of the cruise right in the eye. Basically, he gets stabbed in the eye with the glass. Goes backwards. And the ship just collapses. It breaks apart. It's like Titanic. That's... That's how it was. And it's like, 
Oh! Butters is pretty serious. So, uh, then we go to the news where the government's going to send the U.S. Coast Guard <coughs> to help this situation. And President Obama's like, I have no choice. I have sympathy for you, but I have no choice. So, now we get to a scene where Kenny is at the ceremony and they're like, well, Kenny's an outsider. He knows too much of our secrets. So, they have him do a test to see if he is a true native Hawaiian. The test? Stand on a surfboard and row your way back. That's the test. So, Kenny does a good job. He gets around the buoy. He makes it pretty far. But then all of a sudden, he loses his balance. He is not a true native. So instead of helping Kenny get him out of the water, they let him float. And Kenny falls over a waterfall. And he hits his head on several rocks. And you'd think, okay, well, he's done for, he's dead. Meanwhile, back at the ceremony for Butters, we find out that they're going to cancel the, Mahol the Mahalo card. Oh no, they're going to cancel the Mahalo Rewards card. Oh no! That means their points are going to be irrelevant. They don't mean a thing. So now, the natives are like, we've got to come together. We've got to come together. And then there's like this little, like, in-between jab of like, like one guy saying something and the other guy's like, you've only been natives by plane for six months. Meanwhile, our ancestors came on a boat and have been natives for nine months. So now Butters comes up and he's, you know, still mad about Ben Affleck and marrying J-Lo and talking about Argo, which I, I think I'll get to in a little bit. But he rallies the troops together. And they're going to face, the you know, whoever's in their way. But now they have another problem. They're all out of Chi-Chi. Oh, yes. They're all out of Chi-Chi. So... A chichi is basically uh, another way of calling it a piña colada. And a piña colada is a cocktail made with rum, cream of coconut or coconut milk, and pineapple juice. There are two versions of the drink, both originating in Puerto Rico. So, uh, if you need to know the ingredients for making a chichi, or a piña colada, whatever you want to call it, Get a pen and paper, and I'm going to tell you the ingredients that you need. So, if you're making the piña colada, it is five parts white rum, three parts coconut cream, and five parts pineapple juice. Then you mix with the crushed ice in a blender until smooth, then pour into a chilled glass, garnish, and serve. Alternately, the three main components can simply be added to a cocktail glass with ice cubes. 
In the San Juan, Puerto Rico recipe, it's one fluid ounce of heavy cream, six fluid ounces of frozen freshly pressed pineapple juice, one fluid ounce of cream of coconut, and two fluid ounces of rum. Then you freeze the pineapple juice before use. In a blender, combine the cream of coconut, frozen pineapple juice, heavy cream, and rum. Pour in a desired 12-ounce container and use a cherry and fresh pineapple for a garnish. There you go. All right, so now back to the episode. We see Kenny. He has somehow survived the terrible fall and is washed up on land. He gets himself together and he sees across the way the Cocoa Palms Resort, which was mentioned earlier. Cannot go in there. It is sacred. It's, you know, it's like... Well, uh, it's actually been registered as a historic place in Hawaii. It was designated on May 15th, 2020. So, the Cocoa Palms Resort can never be torn down. So... Kenny goes in, and there are all these, you know, old stuff, and then he falls through a floor. Then, as he gets up, he sees a ghost. It's a ghost of the king. So... In probably the worst Elvis Presley impersonation... I can't talk for shit today. (laughs) In the worst Elvis Presley impersonation you'll ever hear, Elvis shows Kenny all the stuff you need for Chi-Chi. So, now we see the natives, and they're about to fight the Coast Guards. So they take their shot with the golf balls, and it does absolutely nothing. Then the Coast Guard shoots real cannons and starts to kill people. And then they're shooting bocce balls. It doesn't really do anything. And then all of a sudden, the war just stops. Because we see that they're having this disagreement of, like, why can't you natives do anything? Then all of a sudden... Here comes Kenny, and he's rowing on his paddle boat. And he's got all the makings, all the makings for Chi-Chi. And the natives start celebrating. And because of all of this, the United States government decides to reinstate the Mahalo Rewards card. And Butters and Kenny are able to complete the Habanoa together. Then, after it's done, Butters goes on one more tirade about Ben Affleck. About how he's like, you know, I saw Argo. I don't think it's as good as everyone made it to be. And he gets to go home every night, married to Jennifer Lopez. What does he think he is? And then the natives are like, um, actually, he's not married to Jennifer Lopez. He's married to Jennifer Garner. And Butters is like, what? Yeah, he's married to Jennifer Garner. Oh, well, then Ben Affleck's a swell guy. He's pretty good. 
Oh boy, if we only saw what would happen 10 years after this episode aired. So, as Butters and Kenny walk the beaches of Hawaii, Butters talks about how Argo is not that bad of a movie. It's a pretty decent movie. And that is the end of Going Native. Now, before I talk about the episode, I do want to talk about the movie Argo, because this was mentioned a lot uh, in this episode. And this is a this is a big movie, actually, for uh, Ben Affleck, because he does direct the movie, and he's he stars in it. And it's a pretty good cast, actually. It's him, Brian Cranston, Alan Arkin, and John Goodman. So the movie, which is based on a true story, uh, came out on October 12th, 2012 here in the United States. So by the time this episode airs, it will have only been about a week, you know, a week since this movie came out. They had a $44.5 million budget and grossed over $232 million at the box office. That's pretty damn good, I would say. Now, this movie ends up winning the Academy Award that year for Best Picture. Let me tell you what it beat for Best Picture. And you tell me if you think the Oscars got it right. Amour, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Miserables, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. I would think, going into it, and again, this is a guess, I would think maybe Lincoln would have been the favorite to have won this, because Lincoln was nominated for 12 Academy Awards that year. Um, but Argo ends up winning the big award at the end of the night, winning Best Picture. Now, it also wins two other Academy Awards, Best Adapted Screenplay, based on a selection from The Master of Disguise, not the uh, Dana Carvey movie, don't worry, folks. And it also wins Best Film Editing. So it ends up winning three awards, but it does win the big one, Best Picture. Argo, in total, was nominated for seven Academy Awards. So they didn't do that bad, if you think about it. They get nominated for seven, they end up winning three, but they win the big prize at the end, which is Best Picture. I have not seen this movie yet. I would like to see it. It's on my list, because one of my life goals is to have watched every Academy Award-winning Best Picture. And at the time of this recording... I'm at over 60 movies, so yeah, I'm doing pretty good at this point. Okay, so to the episode itself, it is definitely a different episode, to say the least, but it's a good Butters-centered story, 
it's not as good as the bully episode that we had earlier this season. It's definitely not. The, the, the bully episode is a much better episode to me than this episode. But there's just some charm about this episode. I'm not really sure what it is. And doing a Butters Kenny episode isn't that bad of an idea, actually. So, I'm going to give this... I'm going to give it a 7. It's a low 7, but it's a 7 anyway. So, uh, I do have a production note. According to the commentary on the DVD, the idea of Butters needing to go back to his homeland is based on the Star Trek episode A Mock Time, as well as the going native format films, the most recent being Avatar, which was nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards, I think the previous year or two years prior, but lost Best Picture to The Hurt Locker. Hawaii was chosen as the setting as Parker lives there for parts of the year. A big issue while writing the episode was to avoid focusing on the native Hawaiians owning timeshares, since that was a major plot device in the sixth season episode Aspen which you guys can check out in the archives. Alright, let's see what the critics thought of this episode. Marcus Gilmer of the AV Club gave it a B-, writing that the episode gets too far away from the characters at its center. Max Nicholson of IGN gave the episode a 6.3, and faulting it for solely relied on one in-joke, the Native Hawaiians, though noting that the episode had its moments, but ultimately didn't deliver the impact that was needed. Now, from a completely point, a different point of view, Michael Keeney, writing for Honolulu Magazine, described the episode as a surprisingly nuanced satire of life on the islands and the attitudes of new and part-time residents, pointing out that everyone who's ever lived here for any length of time could recognize the arrogance the cultural co-opting, the easy entitlement. Alright, well with that said, let's go to IMDB and see what they thought of this episode. Over 2,000 people have rated this episode, and the average rating is a 6.6 .6 out of 10. To break it down, 514 people gave this episode a 7. That's the score I'm giving this episode. 429 people gave it a 6, 210 people gave it a 10, and 74 people gave it a 1. To break it down, the average rating for males is a 6.6, .6, with its highest demographic being in the 45 and over category with an average rating of a 6.9. Now I should mention that the under 18 category, their average rating is a 7.3, but only 3 people voted so I'm not going to count that. For females, the average rating is a 6.4, with their highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 category, with an average rating of a 7.1. Now, under 18, they had an average rating of an 8.0, but only one person voted in that, so I am not going to count that. If you guys want to, you can. That's totally up to you.
All right, now let's go to the user reviews of this week's episode. And let's start. Well, you know what? We're going to do one from the day this episode aired. How about that? From Omar underscore K-Mail, who wrote, This is one of those episodes that start off really good in the beginning with a really interesting plot, and then end terribly. When I watched the preview, I was actually really excited considering it was a Butters-related episode, and he was really angry. Sadly, it just didn't end the way it should have. I understand Matt and Trey only have a week to air an episode, and I respect that. But honestly, they could have ended this episode in many better ways. Could have made it a two-parter to make the episode interesting, because from what I noticed, at least the last two episodes were. It seemed like they narrowed it down and deleted off a bunch of scenes so they can make the episode long enough for Comedy Central. Very disappointing episode. Not as bad as I should have never gone ziplining, though still pretty bad. He gave it a 5 out of 10. We also have another uh, review that was written the day this episode aired from Daniel underscore luck underscore 7 who wrote, Considering the previous two episodes of this season... This doesn't really stand up against them. There's few laugh-out-loud moments, maybe two or three, and I expected a lot more from this latest episode. I can't say that it's poor or uninteresting, but it's almost that way. If you're expecting the hilarity of the rest of this season, then I'm afraid you'll be disappointed. I hope Parker and Stone pick things up for the next episode, as I am a lifelong fan of this show, and if someone was to view this episode without seeing other episodes they wouldn't get the real idea or premise of the show. I'm going to class I'm going to class this as a one-off average episode. Oh boy, this is uh, the reviews are not looking too good here. This next review is a long one and this is from B Fox Ethan and I do apologize this is a long one. So I hope you're sitting down. He wrote, I don't know if anyone read my previous review on this episode. Well, actually, hold on. Let's uh, let, let's see where it is. Nope, it is not there. Okay, so I'll start over. I don't know if anyone read my previous review on this episode, but I felt like my review was more blind rage than criticism. I am redoing my review to ensure that I am not insulting Trey and Matt or berating them because they're funny and talented guys, and South Park is an awesome show. South Park is great because it is hilarious, clever, and has likable and relatable characters. However, this episode and several others I will get to is terrible, in my opinion. I really, really, really hate this episode with a passion. It is in my top three worst South Park episodes, and that's saying something, because I've seen nearly every episode of the show. When I first saw the episode, I hated it within less than 30 seconds. There are many reasons I find this one of the worst episodes of the entire series. The episode starts with the boys at school eating lunch when suddenly Cartman shows up and announces that Butters beat up Scott Malkinson. When the boys confront Butters, he berates and insults kids and admits he hates every kid at school except for Kenny, for some reason. Here's the first and main problem. Butters is acting very out of character in this episode. I don't want to see sweet, innocent little boy Butters beating up Scott 
Malkinson and yelling at other kids. But unfortunately, other people do. I've read reviews of this episode, and they said that they actually liked this episode and defended Butter's uncharacteristic behavior. In fact, I see that many audiences defend out-of-character moments and character personality changes in media. Here's why I don't. Out of character, hence the title. The very meaning of the phrase means it's the opposite of a character's established personality. When you write characters in a story and give them personality traits, ensure everything they do is in their nature. Do not make innocent and kind, heated, char or hearted characters snap and hurt others like Butters did in this episode. Do not make villainous or jerk characters show any mercy or compassion to any sentient being. Keep your character's pattern of behavior in a straight line. I've seen characters act out of character or change their personality entirely in almost every TV show I've ever watched and in so many movies, and I think that needs to stop. My problem with Butters' behavior is this episode is not a matter of, oh, my poor baby Butters. It is a matter of failing to portray a character correctly. I would hate the episode the same if it was any other character instead of Butters. Except for Cartman. And maybe Craig, because for those characters, this behavior is to be expected from them. The problem of Butters acting out of character persists throughout the entire episode, and it is very uncomfortable. I am aware that Butters was portrayed as a bully in some of his first appearances, hooked on monkey phonics for instance, but Butters' very own episode and Professor Chaos were episodes that completely developed his character. This is the 16th season, and Butters has become a recurring character since those previous two episodes, and at this point there is no excuse to portray him wrong. Another reason this is wrong is because there is already Professor Chaos, which is Butters' dark alter ego. So this might be okay if Butters beat up Malkinson and snapped at kids as Chaos, but no! One more thing. What narrative purpose does Butters' angry and jerk behavior serve? It doesn't. This episode could easily have told its story without that. Anyway, Butters gets sent to the principal's office, and then it is revealed that Butters is Hawaiian. Question. Why wasn't this detail established in his first appearance, or at the very least, his first major appearance? So Butters chooses Kenny to go to Hawaii with him, and so they arrive at Hawaii. Another major problem with the episode. It's extremely unfunny. The jokes regarding the natives are not funny at all. So the natives prepare to give Butters a ceremony called Hapanoa. However, it gets interrupted by Haoles, which starts a war between the natives and the Haoles. This causes Butters to swing golf balls at the ship, causing it to sink Titanic style. This is horrible, because, again, it's out of character for Butters. Meanwhile, sometime later, Kenny is aimlessly wandering, wandering around Hawaii for no reason. I don't know if it is because the episode desperately needed something to pad out the length of the episode, but all I know is the clips of Kenny's adventure all by himself are easily this episode's highlights and only remotely entertaining scenes. There is a lot of care and effort into the backgrounds, and Kenny in this episode is actually somewhat funny. I normally would complain about scenes like those being pointless and not serving any purpose to the plot, but because this episode is so bad, I actually welcome it. 
The subplot involves the ghost of Elvis and a tower of Chi-Chi's, Hawaiian drink, and it does not adhere to logic and hardly connects with the plot, but it's absolute gold compared to literally everything else in the episode. The clips would not seem great if they were in a much better episode, but because this episode is so horrendous, the mindless random filler clips with Kenny wandering around Hawaii actually looks decent. So Kenny brings the Chi-Chi's back to the beach and Butter's ceremony is continued. Another problem is that Ben Affleck is mentioned for no reason at all, and it has nothing to do with what is happening. I am bringing this up now because the real reason Butters was so angry and mean in this episode is because he was worried that Ben Affleck is married to Jennifer Lopez and didn't calm down until he learned Affleck is married to Jennifer Garner. I know with absolute certainty that they only made this episode just to derail Butters' character. Otherwise, the episode would come up with a better reason for why Butters was acting up. I don't know about you, but I find that re revelation insulting. The episode ends with Butters and Kenny wandering in the sunset, and Butters has recovered from his anger. No, that does not redeem this episode one bit. Overall, this episode failed hard. Very hard. Butters was very out of character, not one joke worked, the plot had plot holes such as revealing this late into the series that Butters is Hawaiian and Ben Affleck. The only redeeming quality is Kenny's subplot where he is on an adventure, because the clips of that were the most tolerable moments in the entire episode, and that's by default. And if filler like this were in a better episode such as Casa Bonita or The Last of the Mexicans, which essentially is this episode done right, they would be the lowest point of the episode. And do you know what's the worst part of all this? This episode is not a satire of anything. Most episodes have the semi-excuse of being satire and or conveying a message when they have lazy humor, plot holes, and out-of-character moments. This episode does not have that episode. I absolutely believe this episode only exists just to make Butters uncharacteristically aggressive and act like a cold-hearted jerk. If you want to watch a Butters episode, I recommend You Got Effed in the A, Casa Bonita, Butters' very own episode, Raisins, or any Butters-centered episode except this one. In fact, almost any episode of South Park is better than this. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, I got two more uh, to read, and thankfully they're both short. Uh, this next one is from Pangis910, who wrote, A Hawaii little history lesson. How the white and black take over and illegally occupied the islands of Asian Polynesian people. Then, a hundred years later, Japan tried to liberate them in the attack of, on Pearl Harbor. Finally, it legally became part of the U.S. in and joined the Union on August 21st, 1959. That's not really a review. Uh, final review is from Alexandria Hicks-10795, who wrote, This episode wasn't bad. Lately, Kenny and Butters have only really been defined by their relationships with other boys and not had too much character development themselves. So it was nice to see an episode where Cartman was mainly absent and there was a focus on a simple, funny adventure between the two kindest boys in South Park. Um, 
Well, I mean, the only thing to say really is, besides that one long review, this one's kind of mixed. That's really the best way to put it. So that's going to do it for this episode. You guys can follow the show on Twitter, SharksPond97, and join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you could join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they do come up, future South Park episodes. Well, next time around, we've got a Halloween episode! Woo! <coughs> oh, I almost lost my voice on that one. Excuse me. Yes, we have a South Park Halloween episode, and you guys know how much I love Halloween episodes of South Park, and you guys know how much the show loves Halloween South Park episodes. Because the next episode I'll be reviewing is a nightmare on FaceTime. That is up next time on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thanks for listening. And aloha means goodbye. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.